Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. After spending the last month cleaning out our kitchen, or at least talking about it, I hope you took some action on it too, it's about time to do a pantry purge. What am I talking about when I talk about a pantry purge, and how do you actually do it? A pantry purge is something that I like to do about two to three times a year. And a pantry purge is just a designated amount of time. For me, it's usually a month, so four weeks, where you intentionally purge or get rid of, cleanse what is in your pantry. Not by throwing it out. I do hope that you already did this and went through anything that might be expired when we did the pantry clean out and organization. But in this case, it's by using it up. There are a few reasons why I love to do this. Number one, it reduces waste and it allows us to use what we have because even though we tend to think the things in our pantry uh, last forever, they don't and they do eventually expire. So making sure that I'm taking a few times a year and intentionally going through the things in my pantry helps me to reduce those moments where I do end up going and organizing my pantry and have to throw things away. So it's really just about being intentional about using Using what we have. But the second and probably the biggest reason is it is a huge money saver. When I am intentionally using what's in my pantry, and not just a quick glance like I do week to week when I create my meal plan, but actually going in and going, okay, I'm going to intentionally use the things in my pantry this month as the base for my meals, it saves me a ton of money that month on groceries because I already spent the money ahead of time stocking my pantry or buying things when they're on sale. I try to be really intentional about just buying extra items that are on sale when they are things that I know I'm going to use, but it's still easy to get a stockpile of some things that we might use, but we're not using up fast enough. So taking this time to go through what we have in our pantry and use what we have is a great way to save money. So if you're trying to save up for something, a vacation, add some extra to the savings account, or you could just use a little bit of an easier food budget this month, it's a great time to save money. This is 
why I love to do it around the holiday season as well in November or December. As I'm recording, I'm doing this in the early spring. My favorite times to do this are typically in the springtime at the end of the summer, kind of at the beginning of the school year. I love that transition time and then the end of the year. But you can do them whenever you're listening to this, whenever you want to. You always have the opportunity to do a pantry purge. It's just about being intentional. And the last reason I love doing this is it gets me to be more creative with our meals and think outside the box. This is often the time I pull out my dusty cookbooks that I love but haven't used in a while or search Pinterest or Google for recipes using black beans. And I either utilize the recipes or create my own inspiration. And oftentimes this is when I create new recipes. So it inspires me to think outside the box to try new recipes and to add new recipes to my family favorites list. So let's talk about how we actually do it, how we actually do the pantry purge. If you are listening to this at the time of recording, I will be spending the entire month of May 2021 doing this pantry purge over on Instagram. So you can follow me at Healthy Mama Chris, and I'm going to be going live every week sharing with you how I create my meal plan based on what we have in the pantry, what I have left each week, and really just taking you through the whole process. But today, I'm going to take you through the process. You can listen through it, you can take notes, and you can hit the ground running no matter what time of the year it is for you. The first thing and the most essential thing to do when you are doing a pantry purge is to do an inventory. So the link in the show notes will give you the inventory list that you can use or you can just do this in a notebook, whatever you prefer. But I like to take the time to inventory by category my pantry, my fridge, and my freezer. I know this is a pantry purge, but I also take the time to purge what's in my freezer and then utilize what's in my fridge as well. So take the time, go through what do you have in your pantry, and I tend to like to just kind of chicken scratch down a list and just write out whatever I have. Make sure to write down the quantities so you don't just write down black beans and then assume you have like 16 cans of black beans and you only have one. Write down the quantity, and then I go one step further. I don't do this every single week or every single month, but when I do a pantry purge quarterly, I do go through and I write down the item, the quantity, and I categorize them. So beans, grains, pastas, oils, things like that. So I know what I have in what category. So when I am creating my meal plan, because I'm being so intentional, even more than usual about using what I have in my pantry, I can easily find those things. You don't have to take this step if you don't want to, but I find it to be a really helpful step. Remember, you're only doing this every few months. So it's not like you're doing this every month. You don't have to feel overburdened by trying to categorize your pantry list all the time. This is it's supposed to be a little bit more intentional this time, so I always recommend doing this at a time where you can take an hour or two on the weekend once a quarter and go through your pantry and actually write things down and then categorize it so you can be intentional about it. So I go through, I inventory everything that's in my pantry with quantities, categorize it, and then do the same thing for my fridge and freezer. Now, my fridge typically doesn't have as many categories or as many things that I need to work through other than condiments, but I still like to do this with my fridge and my freezer. I still have a pretty small apartment size freezer, so there isn't a ton in there, but there's always things that get left in there that can definitely be used up. 
The second thing I do is create a list of meals that I know my family loves that I can use with the items that I already have. And guess what? I have a whole episode on this. If you check out Healthy Mama Hacks episode 152 on pantry meals, I give a ton of ideas. I'll share a few with you in just a minute. But I like to start with a specific pantry meals family favorites list that I know that I make based on the things that we typically have in our pantry. So a few of our favorites are black bean nachos. We love keeping we love keeping canned beans on hand and also dried beans, but canned beans are just more convenient for a quick nacho night. We love siete tortilla chips, and so we will throw together some really easy black bean nachos with black beans, some salsa. Oftentimes we'll serve it up with some guacamole on the side if we've got some avocados, some cheese on top, which we typically have in the fridge, and it's a quick, easy, delicious, and fun dinner. If we've got things like cilantro and green onions, we'll throw those on top as well. But we just kind of use what we have on hand and it's a really easy and inexpensive meal. My sweet potato black bean chili. Um, By the way, I'm going to link all of these recipes in the show notes and then also in the episode guide. You'll be able to get links to all of these. My sweet potato black bean chili is made up of pretty much all pantry staples. And I include sweet potatoes and onions as pantry staples because we use them all the time. And I keep them regularly and they sit in the bottom of my pantry. So those are things that I consider pantry staples. It also uses peppers and we oftentimes have those. We don't always. And so you can always leave these things out. If you are creating pantry meals, don't feel like you have to buy the extra ingredients. You can buy the extra ingredients you need, but if you just want to keep it a pantry meal, then just skip it. Just use the tomatoes. You've still got some veggies in there. It's all good. So my sweet potato black bean chili is a really great option. My Moroccan chickpea stew, which uses a couple cans of chickpeas and a can of diced tomatoes, a bunch of spices, some carrots, which are another one of the staple items that I just keep in my fridge at all time. And that's just a delicious and flavorful option that kind of mixes up our meals um, because the flavor profile with the cumin and the cinnamon is a little bit different than a lot of the typical meals that we create. That's a really great one. I love using canned salmon to make salmon patties. I have a ginger turmeric salmon patty, which is our favorite on the blog. And then I also just have a classic salmon patty that the kids don't love as much because it has dill and the kids don't love dill, but I love them. And I'll link both of those salmon patty recipes. Um, Pasta with cashew cream. My kids love my cashew cream sauce, which is super simple. It's just some cashews, water, lemon juice. I like adding some garlic powder and onion powder to give it a little bit of kind of a, a fettuccine type feel and then some sea salt. And that's basically it. I blend it up in the Vitamix and I top it on top of whatever pasta we have, which is Usually bonza pasta, which is a chickpea pasta, which just provides us with some fiber and plant-based protein. And oftentimes we have it with a veggie on the side, but that's a really quick and easy pantry meal that we love. Roasted chickpea quinoa bowls, just like black beans, um, uh, chickpeas and black beans are our favorite um, legumes to keep on hand. So we'll keep them in both canned and dried form. And if I'm doing meal prep, I will soak and cook the beans in the Instant Pot and oftentimes use them for more than one meal. And this is something I definitely do when I'm doing a pantry purge. But roasted chickpeas are one of those things I love. I love tossing them on top of a salad. I love making them into bowls. 
Our roasted chickpea quinoa bowls are one of our family's favorites. We serve it up with broccoli or kale or really whatever veggie we have on hand, either roasted, usually roasted, or sauteed, or even steamed. And then I cook the quinoa in the rice cooker. I top it with a tahini sauce. You could also top it with a peanut sauce or a pesto. And they're just a go-to. We eat bowls at least once a week. They're just a really quick and delicious meal option that is mostly from the pantry. Homemade pizza is something we love to make from pantry staples. Obviously, a lot of the toppings are fresh, but we just kind of tend to use what we have on hand. But we always have the ingredients on hand, the yeast and the flour and the salt and the olive oil to make a quick and easy homemade pizza. I have a 60-minute homemade pizza recipe on the blog, which is great and easy. I also love making the King Arthur flour recipe, which is my all-time favorite pizza crust recipe, but the 60-minute one works really well if you have less time. I also love to make a tuna casserole. The kids, this is hit or miss with the kids, but this is like a super classic comfort food for me. My mom used to make it for me as a kid, and I've just kind of healthified it a little bit. I do love making my own homemade cream of mushroom soup, but I also do like to keep some of those on hand just so that I can make a quick and easy meal. Um, Oh my gosh, I feel like such a mom saying that I love making casseroles, but I do, you guys. I like making casseroles once or twice a month, and um, tuna casserole or chicken and rice casserole um, are really easily made with like a cream of mushroom soup. The Pacific brand is my favorite. Um, The ingredients are really great, and it's easy to keep on hand, so... I do love a good tuna casserole with some tuna and some egg noodles, and um, usually we add some some frozen, some defrosted frozen peas in there as well for something green, but a tuna casserole is a great pantry option. I love making a veggie fried rice with rice that we have in the pantry. I'll usually toss in an egg and whatever veggies we have on hand. Usually I start with some onions and some carrots. We love throwing in peas. We love throwing in corn. We love throwing in, and those are frozen. Um, Or edamame is a great option too. And really just we throw in whatever veggies we have on hand, broccoli, kale. Um, And if we've got a protein, I love adding some tofu in that. Or we could add chicken or something like that in there too. But a veggie fried rice is a mostly pantry kind of use it all up option that's really great and the kids love you love it with um, some coconut aminos because it has that like sweet and salty flavor and then the last one that I really love is a red lentil coconut curry. I love keeping red lentils on hand. They're delicious. They're a great plant-based protein option, and they cook up really quickly. And cooking them in coconut milk with some curry powder is just, oh my gosh, it's divine. It's so good. And I, we serve it up with some rice, and it's a really quick and really delicious pantry recipe with pretty much all pantry ingredients. We don't need any. You could put veggies on the side, but typically we don't. It's an all pantry recipe for that one, which is awesome. So if you have a capsule pantry, this makes this even more easy. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you can check out episode 153 where I talk about having a capsule pantry. But all of these recipes that I mentioned are recipes with ingredients that I already know that I have on hand because they're the things that I keep stocked in my pantry. Now, I do accumulate extra things in my pantry from shopping trips, like I said, But I like to start with the things that I know I have on hand, use those things up first, and then move on to the outliers a little bit. 
So step number three is to craft your first week's meal plan using what you have. So I always start with the fridge first. Okay, what is in the fridge? What needs to be used up first? And then the freezer and the pantry. So I go through the fridge and I go, all right, is there any dairy that I need to use up? Is there any leftover cheese or sour cream or anything like that? Do I have some vegetables that are ready to be used up that I want to utilize in meals first? I start with those. And when I create my meal plan, it's starting with the fridge items first. And then I go into, okay, what proteins do I have in the freezer? What canned goods or just dry goods I have in the pantry? So that's my first week. And then the subsequent weeks are, they. it becomes a little bit more complicated over time, but I do the same thing. I look at, okay, what did I buy fresh and what do I have left in the fridge? And how can I utilize the things from the pantry in the best way I can? I mentioned this earlier, but one of my favorite things to do when I meal plan in general, but especially when I'm doing a pantry purge, is to focus on using similar ingredients in that week's meal plan. This saves money, it saves time preparing meals, and it saves a ton of time during meal prep because you're just cooking one or two proteins and you can use them in different meals. Same thing with vegetables. So you're just kind of doing that chopping or that cooking once and then you can mix and match them in different meals. Something like my roasted chickpea quinoa bowls is very different than my Moroccan chickpea stew but they both use chickpeas. And so those are really great options that could be put side by side like Monday and Tuesday and it doesn't feel like we're eating the same thing, even though we're eating chickpeas both of those nights. So start by crafting your first week's meal plan using what you have, fridge first, then freezer and pantry, and then continue that on subsequent weeks, utilizing what you have. Step number four is to utilize Pinterest and cookbooks for new and interesting ideas using these pantry items. So I typically recommend I keep a recipe binder and I will link to, I can't remember what episode number it is, but I will link to that in the show notes and also in the episode guide. But I have a whole episode on how, I think it was Healthy Mama Hacks episode two, all about how I organize my recipes and I keep them all in a recipe binder. However, when it comes to the pantry purge, I've already probably exhausted the items or the items, the recipes that are in my recipe binder. So this is the time for me to explore and to try new things. So I typically have a list of recipes I want to try. So I go through that first and go, okay, are there recipes that have a lot of pantry items in them. Can I try those out first? And then I'll go through Pinterest. I'll create a board with pantry recipes. You can actually head to my Pinterest if you'd like. It's pinterest.com slash healthy mama Chris. That's Chris with a K. Again, I'll put that in the show notes um, and see my, my pantry list. And so it's got my own recipes and then also other recipes that I love that have pantry staple ingredients. And I utilize that to craft my meals for the month and just to experiment again, to just go outside the box a little bit to try new things and maybe add some new recipes to my family favorites list as well. Step number five, the last step is to create a grocery budget and a list so you shop for just what you need. But there's a caveat here. I'll talk about that in a second. 
But I want you to create a grocery budget. I want you to decide what you're aiming for, okay? How much do you want to cut your groceries down for the month? Typically, I like to cut my grocery budget down 50% when we do a pantry purge and really try and just buy the staples. So typically right now, we spend anywhere from $100 to $125 a week on groceries. So I try to cut this down to $50 to $60 a week, which I know sounds insane for a lot of people, um, but it's just me and two times tiny humans most of the time here. So it just makes sense that we um, don't need to spend as much on groceries. And I'm also really strategic. If you listen to my monthly stock up episode, I talk about how I stock up with things at the beginning of the month and then utilize them throughout the month by doing smaller grocery shops. So typically I shop at Aldi or at Trader Joe's in between. And that saves me money as well. But I like to go even further this month and spend as little as possible on groceries so I can save because that's part of the purpose of the pantry purge. Use up what we have, think outside the box, and save money. So I create a grocery budget and I create my first list that first week so I shop for just what I need. However, here's my caveat. Even when we're doing a budget-related challenge, which, spoiler alert, we've got another budget challenge coming up in June, we still leave room for fun, okay? This is something that Paige Schmidt, who is my former coach and friend, taught me. She is a food and money coach. She taught me to remember to budget in a way that is aligned with our values, okay? We value fun in our house. We value some treats and having some delicious snacks in our house. We value really nice coffee. We just keep it minimal and we don't overbuy. We focus on the things that we really appreciate and love. Because I'm doing a pantry purge doesn't mean I'm going to buy cheap coffee. I really, really, really value my delicious morning cup of coffee, so that is part of what I value, so I'm still going to buy that. However, I'm going to save in other ways. The purpose of the pantry purge isn't to have no fun with food. It's to be conscious of using what we have. So I just wanted to put that caveat out there. This isn't about like restricting yourself or being miserable this month. It's about being creative. And don't forget to stay flexible, okay? It's not going to be perfect. We're not looking for perfection here. Do your best. Don't stress. And enjoy the savings. I hope you you enjoyed hearing how I do a pantry purge, don't forget to download the episode guide and follow along on social. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris on Instagram. And like I said, I'll be sharing my pantry purge step-by-step all month long. And don't forget to join us in the Healthy Balance Mamas Facebook community. It's just facebook.com slash group slash Healthy Balance Mamas. We're going to be talking about the pantry purge all month long, and I'm going to be giving extra special tips and tools. And it's just a great community of women connecting over wanting to live a healthier, happier, more balanced life as a mom. Okay, friends, I will catch you on Monday. Have a beautiful weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.